0: Everyone and welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living.
1: Once again, I want to thank everyone for uh, being a listener. Uh, we have been going strong and we do appreciate you uh, as a listener. Uh, this week, we are going to... Give you a new topic that uh, really came through us from uh, a few people we have around us, uh, based on their reaction and how they feel about certain things. We realize that men has been in this world and taught certain things that has not necessarily helped us. But one thing we notice is that it is always hard for men to talk about their feelings their emotions and it tends to be bottled up until you know the explosion happened and it could happen in different forms so for with that in mind we came up with the topic what is on your heart Uh, once again what is on your heart so ed what's on your heart dream. And
0: uh, just to ask some questions about men, you know, in general, since we're talking about men and uh, our hearts and and, and, and uh, what often either uh, goes in or comes out. Mm-hmm. That's when it comes to feelings. It says that uh, more than a quarter of men, which is 29%, say that they purposefully not shown emotion or held back from crying in front of others in order to preserve their masculinity. And 22% say they're unlikely to talk to someone even if they're dealing with a problem they're having trouble coping with. You know, I I was able to, uh, after reading that, kind of put myself in that perspective, you know, when you sometimes think that you're always taught as a man that. or even being around other men, you hardly see men crying, you hardly see men showing emotion, and you're taught from a young age that, you know, men don't cry, we just are supposed to be real tough, and crying is a form of weakness, and um, the truth of the matter is it, it's, it's, it's affected, it has affected many, um, if not all men, to a certain extent.
2: And, you know, for the most part, when, when, when we think of the heart, the heart, you know, not only pumps and helps with the physical and the science of the body, but also, um, it holds a lot of our
0: feelings and, um, from our mind as well, but definitely in the heart we feel it, you know, when we're scared, what happens to the heart? It pumps faster, you know, um, uh, it races, and, um. Oftentimes, depending on whatever feeling that we are feeling, it does something, you know, to that area, that organ in our body. Um, but in general, when I read that, I said, wow, it, 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 it's true. Um, it's, it's something that um, needs to be discussed. We don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about it, nothing it says, you know, speaking to somebody else. We've always taught, you know, we don't talk to other people. We can handle it ourselves you know we don't need to talk to anybody about it you know we can find out what the problem is and deal with it and if we don't if we can't solve the issue right now
2: we'll end up getting to it or it'll just go away Mm -hmm. it'll just go away
1: so yeah I mean growing up I I rarely saw any men cry and I guess uh, the only ones I may have seen tear up a little bit probably at a funeral if the person immediately if the you know immediate family or someone close to them who was the one in the casket you might see you know that sadness and that tear dropping but as far as actually crying and weeping it's not to say this is the only way to cry but I hardly saw any man do that and you know when you know at a certain age sort of adopted the same thing, you know, crying is just not uh, for men or for, for grown men of certain age. Uh, you know, you just basically, you know, grow into not showing any emotions. You basically just stop it and then uh, deal with it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the idea that men does not show emotion is something that is deeply rooted in a lot of people uh, from their childhood until and it goes back you know many generations the question is has this generation evolved do they know do they know better or is that something that's going to continue through the next generation so here's a is a, a topic p and I,
0: I ask a question and maybe maybe you answer maybe not um but i went on psychology today right
2: and mm-hmm. it says the title of the the uh, of the um, the journal
0: or the publication was why don't many men show their emotions mm-hmm. because the truth is that men do get emotional they just don't show it and in the um in the article it sort of talked a little
2: bit about what um, when did that change happen when there
0: when was their shift in in their upbringing right so in the article right it said 10 commandments of masculinity is that thou shalt not feel for men. Mm-hmm. So this is this kind of mind heart disconnect can begin when boys are in the early years of
2: elementary school, kindergarten, mm-hmm. first grade. You'll see kindergarten and first grade boys bringing stuffed animals from home
0: to comfort them, you know, if they're scared of social demands of school. They'll even hold hands um, and put their arms around other boys and girls to show affection and express joy. Mm-hmm. But it says by second grade, male indoctrination can begin. Boys can be considered sissies if they show fear, pain, or even the most taboo expression of all crying. Mm-hmm. You see what? Well, for girls, it's a little different because the shift never really happens. It says that girls have that license to continue feeling that, you know, the range of emotion, except for one anger. Because if a girl gets angry, um, it's not feminine, you know. Mm. Um, but for, for 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 girls, it's okay to cry, and there's no um, taboo of any sort. But for young boys, by second
2: grade, this article says that um, there is a change for boys where you know crying is considered very. I, I
1: can see that, and and the thing is, around that age, that's when the you know the parents are telling them, "You're a big boy, you're macho <clears throat> your kid, you're macho kid," so you gotta start acting like it. And and um, what I also notice is that I, I was seeing this patient. He he's a teenager, and he said, um, you know, when he's mad, when he's angry, or when he cries, his mom said he looks ugly so boys don't cry that's why boys don't cry or well, men don't cry because you know you you know i guess men crying is sort of shows like kind of like a breakdown of society you know things that are supposed to be standing strong is not broken apart and that's because they see crying as like you said a weakness or something that is broken apart or no longer strong so they feel like okay yeah men should not cry and from then on like uh, uh, I remember I used to be I used to work in uh, in a board of education when I, I used to um, uh, observe different classes and uh, from kindergarten all the way through high school and when you go to in those classes you can you can, you can feel the change in their, uh you know in their demeanor the way they used to be in just a couple of grades ago of all of a sudden, you know, they wanna be the clown in the class. They wanna be that boy who everybody think or know is tough. So because you know, with that they kinda of grew into it. And again it starts at home. If your parents are telling you you're ugly or you are weak or you, you, know, you, you know, you you you're useless, if you're crying yeah, eventually that's just gonna stick, and then you know before you know it, they just they're walking around as if they have no emotions. They bottle it, they bottle it up, and then keep it until it, you know they explode the country. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and
0: here you know we talked about this you know in the past um, when we talk about depression and um, it's an article you know you, you know the article and not just this article but other articles kind of expressed a little bit of. Of the same thing, where the statistics are similar twenty nine to thirty percent of men don't show emotion, mm-hmm. but when it's not treated correctly, guess what? Some articles said that men would likely be
2: diagnosed with some form of depression, anxiety. Yes, that is very true. Yeah,
1: recently I have this um this guy who came to me, and he, you know, he held things in for basically the whole thing. The pandemic sort of caused. Some issues in his life where he was not able to do the things that he usually does for his family and holding these things and never talk about him sort of basically started to deteriorating him and everybody just watched him sort of going downhill mentally physically and they couldn't do anything about it until they brought him to me and we started talking and trying to you know get to the root of the issue and this dude was he just started crying and he was out. I like said he's crying the man cried for like he like he had uh, to make up for crying. he hadn't cried in years. and you know he's going through a lot of things and never once had he cried because he was around people that he should not see him being weak. So now this man sitting on my couch and just going out like I, I felt bad for him. I give him the rest of the session to cry. And by the time he was done, he you know, even the person who came to pick him up, he said, Don't open the door yet, because he does not want him to see him that way. Even it's... while he was comfortable enough to let it out, not that he really had a choice at that point, because once you start talking about certain things, that is the one and only reaction to really get, you know, get things out and really uh, allow your your brain and your heart to breathe. This yeah. after finally divulged some of the information as to why he's feeling that way or he's being the way he is, he could not hold it and just let it out. And you know, it, it touched me that, okay, yeah, we had a breakthrough, but at the same time, when I asked him, how long when was the time you cried at all? He said, he can't remember, cannot right. remember it was that long ago. So the thing, the question I'm asking everybody is: Is there a time that you feel like crying but you choose not to? And how many times does that happen? And why? Ask yourself that question. What exactly are you hiding to yourself? For you know, because I know some people. I've never seen them cry, but I know they cry. Because they, but they do it in private. You know, it, it might not be so private because I may have seen it, or you know, I don't say anything about it. But. Um, is there a time that you, as an audience member, uh, or you, Ed, want to cry because something happened, but you prefer to hold it in and hold it, whether you by yourself or with other people, because that will come out <laughs> in the form of tears at some point. When it does come out, yeah, you're gonna cry for all, all those things that has been bothering you, but you kept up to yourself.
0: Man, Pete, you you really um, touch a. A sense of air. I think that just you know, you you sharing that story, and I'm sure there are many men who can believe it or not, hear that story, and Indian said, "Man, I felt the same way. They just were afraid, mm-hmm. being afraid to share and being vulnerable." You know, and I think that's what that's what a lot of us as men are afraid of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: going back to we discussed about um, what's on your heart and um, emotions and these disorders, men, you know. Um, anxiety and depression,
0: one of the things that surprised me was that if you men, if us as men suppress our emotions, it doesn't only lead to
2: depression and anxiety, Mm -hmm. but it also increases the risk of suicide. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and it says men men are much likely to
0: commit suicide than women. In 2018, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: men died by suicide about 3.56 times more often than women did. Yes. All because of not being able to express. You know, men always taught, hey, man up. Act like a man. And that's something that we've like we talked about from childhood. It could have started from second grade. Mm. Man up. Man up. And so what happens oftentimes is men think that me expressing myself or expressing my emotions is angry. Mm. Being angry, that's enough. But deep down inside, you're hurting. But you've never been taught how to express, you know, how to release or let that out. Mm. Because you're taught and you know, and not necessarily understanding in general what in general what um what that feels like.
1: You made a great point, but I, I'm still wondering how many times would you say that you have had um you know a chance to really to really cry, you know, release your heart and just let it out, but you choose not to. But before you answer that, let's take a quick break, okay? We'll be right back.
0: We want to welcome you all back. Um, for those that are just tuning in, the topic for, this, uh, for today is um, what's on your heart? What's on your heart? And so, Pete, you asked me a question Mm -hmm. and I had to think a little bit, you know, the last time I I was able to truly or for the first time truly and genuinely expressing um, myself in tears. And the one time I remember back in March of 2012 was when I first um, found out that I was diagnosed with um, osteosarcoma, which was a form of um, a bone tumor. And once I got the results... It, 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 and just talking about it and, it and realizing, wow, this is a reality, it hit me. And it hit me because, you know, I felt as if, wow, you know, my life is going to change. I may not be around. Think of all these different things. I may not be around.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, your mind is just going all over the place. And for the first time, you felt
0: um, not in control. Mm-hmm. And that's what it felt like. Yeah. not being in control. And when you're no longer in control, you lose it. And you don't realize how to handle it. Again, we've never been taught um, as men. I don't believe that I've been taught, hey, it's okay to express that feeling. Or, or it's okay to not be in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it felt as if it was out of my hands, so to speak, um, it was different. And yeah. you know, all I could have done at that time was just to let the tears out you know, um, let those tears out. And even after, you know, surgery going on, there were moments when you had a breakdown. And I also think that uh, another time that I had a really bre- a real breakdown was, I think when you have children, you realize that you have to be a little bit more um, aware, a little bit more vulnerable,
2: mm-hmm. a little
0: bit more soft. Mm-hmm. The thing that they do, I think too. You know, P, uh, you never remember. I, I just remember graduation. Um, kin- you know, getting ready for kindergarten at graduation, and to see the little ones, you know, singing and you know and presenting. And I got some a form of emotion. And I just felt like my eyes getting water, and I said, "Whoa, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. You know. And so uh, I think there's there's times in your life where it hits you differently. Mm-hmm. I think those the times where Something meaningful, something tragic happens, Hmm. then you realize, wow, the emotions are always there, but they were just buried in. Yeah, you have to remind yourself that it's okay to let it out because you try to hold it. Like, no, I can't
1: show it. I can't. And sometimes you just have to let it out. Yeah, Uh, I'd say for me, um, me I I, growing up, I at a certain age, I just stopped crying. I didn't cry for a while. And I physically could not anymore. Not that I didn't feel like crying, I it, like my tear ducts literally blocked. I couldn't, I couldn't cry. Like I, I could cry, you just wouldn't know because there's no tears. So, <coughs> yeah, and, and for those who know me, I wear glasses, so I and I have had issues with my eyes. So you know, I, when I, I went to the doctor to they, they have it checked, they said, "Yeah, your tear ducts are blocked." As a matter of fact, they had to drain uh, my my eyes for the tear ducts to get unclogged. So they had to stick a needle all the way through the tear ducts and then get them out. So now, <laughs> for me to be able to actually tear <laughs> up, but I have had my moments where you know, it like, it just you know I guess you know after you study psychology, you sort of get an idea how certain things should go, and it's not to say that that's what taught me, but i i learned more uh, about myself and and you know sort of learn about how to be a man or an individual in society or just being healthy in general so that was one of the things cuz when you learn to show emotion it actually puts you at ease a lot better than if you were just holding everything back then it, it, you know it, it all bottles up and come out um the way you don't want it to so anyway i remember <laughs> Uh, you know, I uh, I tear up in a couple of uh, couple of things that you know usually people wouldn't find uh, you know to be uh, I guess practical, but you know it is what it is. I love movies and I like going to the movies, so I would go to the movies and then I would find myself tearing up at a movie that normally would probably would not you know would not um, tear up in. And um, you know, I remember first time I noticed that it happened was um, what was that movie? Let it go, uh, uh, F- Frozen. <laughs> yeah, I, I went. To- <laughs> I know, I know, and and then uh, Big Hero Six. You know uh, that, and uh, these are just the two I can remember. But it's interesting because those were okay. You know, I guess you know they're made out of like a cartoon or a 3d type version and uh i watched my best friend cry in the passion of christ and i was literally laughing at him wow yeah and i <laughs> i was like dude seriously you know six four dude like dude looks like he's hulk but he was just sitting there in the movie we both were just sitting there and then i watched him cry i'm like seriously dude? We we're in college I'm and I'm like, oh my goodness, are you serious? And, you know, it's fake, right? But I felt like if I was focusing and really getting in touch with my own emotion, I probably would be tearing up too, but I found a distraction because he was crying. I just covered it up by just laughing while he was crying. And that was very interesting because the ones I cried in was not as crazy as but it, it you know, though it's the relationship between the, the family relationship they had, that's what really got to me. Yeah. So yeah. But you know, we all kind of showed things in different ways and sometimes, you know, if it comes down to it, I think everybody should really, you know, take their time and just really allow themselves to feel, men or women. Because I have met women who does not care with the whole crying situation either. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, some of them do find it to be weakness. Oh yeah, you being a typical woman, this and that, blah, blah. When in fact, that's not the case. It's just a matter of if the body feels that's what it needs, let it out. Even if, if you have to go do, we'll do it in private, allow it to happen. Will, You'll will feel a lot better.
0: Yeah, and I think too is uh, your experience in life. You know, depending on. Uh, uh, uh,
2: who you've been around, your influence—that also plays a major role. You know, mm-hmm. um, as he said, life happens. There are certain
0: things that happen in our lives that allows us to tap into our emotions to where we may show it a little bit more than someone else. Yeah, and okay, you know, it's, it's that's okay. And again, like as you mentioned, there may just be a movie, something that you read, something that you know, something that you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, that allows you to express that feeling. And that's very important. So I, I also think of this, right? You know, Pete, mm-hmm. you know, this is uh, working at our school, working in schools, and uh, I started reminding our young men that it's okay to cry. Believe it or not, they come in tough. Of course. They are macho, and you can tell that they don't know how to show emotion. You know, sometimes I tell them, because I know you heard it, it's okay to cry. And believe it or not, because I said it,
2: mm. it seems as
0: if it tapped into that emotional part and all
1: you started seeing was tears. Of course. And the thing is, we, we do say education is still at home, but I think some parents, and I've said that for years, some agree with me, some don't. And I've had parents who shout out things that they, you know, how upset they are about me saying that some parents need to get take a parenting class or workshop to help them dealing with their own children and help them to think about what they should or should not say to their children. We're not even talking about around their children, but we're talking about to their children because some of the things they say to them, they don't realize how, how much it uh, resonates in them and it makes them, it makes them uh, a completely different person when they go out. You know, telling yeah. a young man it's okay to cry and some of them, it comes by surprise, like, are you sure? Because <laughs> uh, that's not yeah. what I'm taught, you know? That's yeah. not what I'm taught because we, we, you know, they told me, you know, if you want to be strong and this and that, you got to stop crying. Now, granted, some kids will cry a little too much. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you got to teach them to handle certain things without having to cry about it. Yeah but other times it's okay to just let it out because we're not talking about if your if your food drops on the floor you got to cry. We're talking about when it is time to cry, can I just let yeah. it out. So, I know we've been talking about how, you know, men just don't like to show emotion. Some of them might know how to choose not to, some of them just plainly don't know. How about you tell us a few uh, t- give us a few tips on how men can really express their emotions without having to, you know, feel like they're, you know, they don't deserve to feel happy or relaxed or relieved of whatever that's happening in their lives.
0: So will get to all of our men that are listening, uh, and even including ourselves, Pete. Mm-hmm. One of the first things is uh, when it comes to uh, sharing and just being vulnerable, you have to be honest about how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing um recognize the way you're feeling and try to figure out what's making you feel that way allow yourself to express emotions um, as long as it feels right Um, because again you know we often will sometimes feel sadness or grief and then we shut down but being able to know and be honest like hey this is not a feeling i want Um, why am i feeling that way is something that you should ask yourself Another thing too is finding therapeutic ha- ho- hobbies. You know, I usually tell our students um, finding coping skills that works for you when you're finding yourself in tough situations. When you're angry, when you're feeling distracted, when you're feeling as if you're unmotivated, uh, when you feel as if you're unwanted, or you don't feel as if you're understood. I think us as men, you have to be able to reflect on your feelings and try to. And you, as you tap into it, you have to find ways. Um, or things that you enjoy. As we talked about this, you know, um, some men, you know, they suffer from lifelong depression and anxiety. And um, one of the things that they may see or that may be helpful to them is maybe walking their dog, mm-hmm. which helps them feel better. Some have decided, hey, I want to be in an organization or a club, a man's club of some sort, which helps where you're able to express your, you know, your, 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 your feelings in a safe place Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or realizing, wow, I'm not the only one feeling that way. And believe it or not, you may not be the only one feeling the way that you're feeling. And other men are going through the same thing, but have never been able to share that. Mm -hmm. So with you starting that trend will also help other men to open up and realize like, wow, I've been feeling the same way. Um, Thank you for opening that door. So sometimes... It's good to start somewhere and be able to express. But other things that you can do, too, as we talk about not only having real conversations about um, our feelings, um, other therapeutic activities you like doing, maybe starting cooking, exercising, Mm -hmm. art, music, traveling. um, These are all different therapeutic hobbies that you can um, start or uh, implement into your life if you're having um, from these feelings, and um, that would help you be vulnerable and discuss yeah. the thing that's on your heart. Mm-hmm. Another important thing, which many of us do not like doing, and I know I was one of these people or one of these men, is seeing a therapist. <laughs> you know, being able to share with someone how you're feeling. You're like, nah. And knowing how to handle it, mm-hmm. um, and you realizing that it's been happening for a long time, or just started seeing someone, a professional, that would help.
1: Yeah, and you know what's interesting? You mentioned that something else popped up in my head. And also, you know, when I was in undergrad, my uh, one of my cousins that uh, we were making plans to, you know, to go on this trip, uh, you know, and was, it, was, it meant something to him because that's where he was born, but he had never visited there, so we sort of talked about it. Okay, after his graduation, we were putting money together, we were just saving some money, and then we are just going to go on, on that trip with him uh, so that he get at least to visit the country he was born in. Because uh, he came at such a, like, while he was still a baby, his parents were traveling. So he never really knew about the place. He just knows that's what it says in his certificate. Anyway, so when he died, I was it was around exam time, so I sort of try to repress all of it so I can focus on class and then yeah, we, you know people talked about it, you know it's a, uh, yes it happened but I never really dealt with it and didn't realize that and funny thing is, it happened in undergrad two three years later. I was in grad school i was studying counseling so one thing they do is you uh, when you study counseling they make you go see a therapist most usually a school therapist you see them for a few uh, for like a, a few weeks just to not only that you are on a hot seat but you are also learning and building your own counseling skills so i was with her and you know pointed out that he passed and never really got into it, as much as she dug into it, I never really divulged anything or how I was feeling about the whole situation. So basically, I just kept it to myself. Again, I wasn't paying for that therapy, so I guess I didn't take it as seriously. I was more (coughs) focusing on learning, instead of learning from her, building my skills as opposed to uh, actually use it uh, wisely. So anyway, that went by, and fast forward almost, I'd say almost 15 years later, I was sitting in the gym in the sauna at YMCA when I was listening to that song they made for Paul Walker, um, uh, "When I See You Again." Yes. And I just broke down. I just broke down and I just was bawling in there and you know and uh, you know the there were a couple of people next to me. They were like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was still, but." I just couldn't help. I just couldn't hold it. I just had to let it go because for the first time, I was really thinking about this dude. For the first time in like you know in a while, I, w- I was really thinking about him and the stuff we had planned. I just went down the drain and all that stuff. I never dealt with it, and for the first time, yeah. I, I dealt with it. And sometimes that's what some people don't realize: when you don't deal with it, it comes out at the most unexpected time. I could have just gone somewhere and just or see somebody or talk about it, but I avoided to talk about it at all costs. And there, in the gym, and <laughs> the most macho location, a bunch yeah. of do sitting in the sauna, trying to take the heat, and I'm crying. It just, you know, it just hit me then. But, you know, it, it also is a lesson for a lot of us who, who feels like, okay, yeah, something happened, we're strong enough to hold it. Nobody's strong enough to hold anything. We're all human. Uh, and we can deal with it if we deal with it properly, it won't really catch us of catch us God later on or anywhere, because we don't uh, we don't actually think that okay we're gonna fill a, a bottle uh, with soda, you shake it, and nothing is gonna happen when you open the when you pop the bottle open, it just it bursts it bursts out and then before you know it, and the wrong location it dirties everything. Yeah, yeah. hopefully that yeah. metaphor works. <laughs> I think so. You know, as you said, sometimes just hearing something or or, or hearing a a song or
0: um, music triggers triggers something that has never been dealt with. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you imagine you just went on? What if that song ever played and you continued going on with that same feeling, never tapping to realize? I've never, I've never taken the time to to grieve.
1: Yeah, and the crazy thing is, I've heard the song before. But this is the first time I was really alone with my thoughts, not really focusing on what could happen. I was just sitting in there, you in the sauna. That's when you're really sitting there within your thoughts, and then that song popped up in my playlist, and then, yeah, it was over. But uh, either way, we just have to deal with these things before they before it's too late.
0: So again tonight, um, the topic at hand what's on your heart, really just um, encourages each and every one of us to really tap into um, our emotional psyche, uh, um, truly understanding where we are. Are we uh, available? Uh, Are we aware? Uh, And when the going gets tough, are we able to express ourselves in a way that is healthy? You know, we can all strive to be healthy um, physically, spiritually, but if our hearts and our emotions aren't intact, we're doing ourselves a major injustice. And so Mm -hmm. I'm encouraging each and every one of us, especially men, that if you are in a situation when you're down and you're stressed, and you're not um, at your full potential, really um, investigate and examine that, you know. And um, when push comes to shove, as we had mentioned, and it seems as if it's difficult, if you don't have a friend that you can confide in, truly look for a professional um, and allow them to truly help you uh, examine, dissect, break down. Um, and see what are some of these issues because I, I would hate for any one of us to just be so um, down and hurt that um, we find ourselves, as they said, and that's in, in, in the reading that we, we just read today, we find ourselves in a situation where we no longer want to live. Mm-hmm. And our goal um, every week is to share with us that life is worth living. Mm-hmm. And
1: if our hearts are not intact, it's going to be difficult to truly. Um, live that way exactly and before we really wrap up i want to leave this uh this thing um i read from an unknown author it says crying does not mean a person is weak but it means that a person has a heart um as we go through life we want to you know we want to acknowledge that and expressing your emotion does not necessarily mean that you're a weak individual it just means that you care enough and, and you feel the pain and you have to let it out. So as we close this evening, just wanna wanna let everyone know, men and women, um, especially men, I suppose, because you know they're the one who usually are taught not to cry because it's not manly. Just remember, crying does not make you weak. And as usual, I want to remind everybody, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made, or are remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living.